Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Queen Chats. We are in 2021. We made it. I hope you guys shouted Jumanji and we are back for another year. So before anything, this podcast has talked, of course, about different topics of mental health. Um, so if you're not feeling that strong, if you're uh, feeling a little bit overwhelmed by some of the topics, then please come back another day. Um, but I would recommend it because it's so nice to hear these inspiring stories and to hear like how other people feel and you kind of get a connection with them sometimes because you've gone through the same thing because it makes you realize that you're not actually alone in some of these feelings so before anything can I get the lovely beauty queen on the other end of the line to say her name and her title for us Hi everyone, I'm Lex Thunderdown and I am the current Miss Diamond Portsmouth 2020-21 and UK's National Miss Hampshire 2021. Ah, uh, so not long for UK's National Miss. No, um, I, know. <laughs> I saw the countdown is I think two and a half months, uh, which is always fun. And Diamond's been pushed back to June, is it June now? Yeah, beginning of June, just just to be sure that, you know, everything with COVID yeah. is okay. So we'll we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, well that's that we can only plan until until it changes, doesn't it? But um so speaking of, of course we are talking about mental health. So can you give us a sort of explanation, a sort of brief introduction and not just brief, but go into as much detail as you want, um, about your experience of mental health? Um, so yeah, my mental health started when I was um, quite young. Uh, mm-hmm. I've actually, it's been over 10 years now, and I've actually only officially just recently been diagnosed back in March mm-hmm. last year, I could say last year now, thankfully. Mm-hmm. Um, I was diagnosed with uh, PTSD, which I never ever yeah. thought I would hear that. Um, that really, when I was first told that, it, it made me really quite upset because it's not something you think that anyone in normal life would have. You would just think mm. it'd be associated with people that have been to places like Afghanistan or Iraq, not just people that are in everyday life. Um, mm. And I also got diagnosed with depression and anxiety. And it was just, I was, I was in real shock, really. Um, it all relates to mainly two ex-relationships one of them Mm. being the most recent that ended at the beginning of last year and I was just so upset and shocked that something like that could happen to me just because Mm. I'm quite a outgoing kind of person if someone's got problems I will always help them you know I don't judge anyone Mm. and for it to happen to yourself it's it's scary but you know, there's people there to help, and the best people to help you, which I found last year, which I appreciate so much, is actually my family. Mm-hmm. You don't, you you ask, you know, you ask them questions about their mental health if they've suffered from anything, just to see if you can get a gauge on why you've got these issues yourself. And a lot of it isn't anything to do with your parents. It's, it is generally to do with your own life. Mm. And also, they don't judge you. So I generally thought that if I had spoken to both my parents, if I had spoken to any of my family, really, who know that I have these mental health problems, I thought I was going to be hugely judged. 
And in fact, I haven't been. They have been my absolute rock throughout all this time, especially since being diagnosed. Mm. And I couldn't have asked for a better stability in my life. Uh, I moved back to my dad's. That's helped a lot. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was, it was shocking, but I'm glad that I've got people there that can help. Um, I'm in therapy as well, so that helps. Mm. I'm, I'm doing that once a week, every week, apart from over Christmas and New Year leave period. Yeah. So, you know, anyone that's going through these issues or any mental health issues, really, please don't keep it to yourself. Please, please go and speak to someone, even if it's just one of the helplines on the phone. There's always someone that you can talk to that people are not going to judge you just because you've got some sort of mental health issue that there's people there to help. And I'm so glad I found that because if I didn't, I don't know where I would be today. Mm. I think it's really important as well that when you touched on um, PTSD, we always associate it with um, military personnel um, and people from who've gone through a very traumatic time with war stricken countries, but there are, there are events in life that can be very tragic um, and it doesn't have that have that connection with military. I know that I suffer from it from my birth of my daughter. There are things that I still can't like go over or if I watch I have to like turn off because there are things that, that trigger me and there are things in life in general that do trigger and it then brings on the anxiety and the other things like that. So when you said about therapy which is really good we will talk about that but what was the deciding factor in in being diagnosed how did all that come across so I went through a spate of about a year and a half where I just ended up blaming myself so much I mm. was with a very toxic person at the time yeah um and I just wasn't really eating I was going to the gym sort of five six times a day plus doing you know I was pushing 18 19 hours of work every day um I myself I'm in the military so when it happened I was away at sea um on a ship so you know there was no one really there to talk to Mm. it was kind of you had to suck it up and get on with it is probably normally what a lot of people used to say yeah um so yeah it was over a long period of time, um, especially with the PTSD, because uh, I didn't know I had it at the time. Yep. Um, I just became, yeah, I just became very ill, went to the gym a lot. I got very, very, very thin, um, bordering anorexic, which, mm. you know, is it's very, it's very scary when, you know, you're getting all these symptoms. And just not sleeping. I was on sleeping tablets. And I just felt, I just genuinely felt really ill, just Mm. poorly all the time, but I kind of accepted it. I thought, well, this is just the way that it is. You know, I'll get through it. It Took me a long time to get through it and ask for that help. But yeah, you just, I just felt so, so poorly. And I was taking it out on myself Mm. and not asking for that help at the time. You've got to sort of breaking point. And I think that... The hardest thing is admitting to ourselves when we need help sometimes, especially if you're the strong character for everyone else. Um, mm-hmm. 
I feel that so much. But yeah, we have to admit to ourselves that sometimes we do need that extra help. And I'm so glad that you you got your diagnosis in the end. And so did they offer you different routes and you took therapy or um, what sort of um, things did they offer you when they gave you the diagnosis? Yeah, so they gave me um, a couple of options, really, or to use both the options. Uh, mm. The first option was to take uh, the tablet, which yep. is not something I wanted to do because because it's taken so long to actually see a therapist due to a waiting list. Mm. I ended up putting my own bits in place to help me with the issues after yep. I went for help. So initially they, are, they you know, offered me tablets. I said no. I said my coping mechanism now is you know, going to the gym, not as much, but using the gym as a positive um, outlet on the issues. And then yeah. they also offered me uh, therapy, which I've had before a long, long mm-hmm. time ago um, for depression. And that's currently what I'm doing at the moment is therapy. And they're using something called EMDR. And they kind of put you into a bit of a bit of a hypnosis it's not full hypnosis it's just it's all down to breathing techniques thinking about a safe place that you want to go to so my safe place is um the south downs near where i used to live when i grew up and i can see the white cliffs and sea and i can smell the flowers it's very strange but that's the route that I wanted to go down because I felt that that would be the best option for myself and I know it's not for everyone but it's definitely worth trying it and that is the thing as well sometimes what works for one person doesn't work for another um it's nice that there are different uh, options that you can explore so you're doing therapy which is amazing and mm-hmm. you've just talked about um amazing things as well so if you feel yourself going on a low dip, you said about exercise, how do you balance the like the feeling good with the exercise with some of the problems you've had previously? Um, I've got quite a good balance on that now. Uh, mm-hmm. like, I, like I said, I don't use exercise to get away from the problems. I yeah. use exercise as a way of keeping myself now positive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my structure every day so you know you get up in the morning get washed changed so over this leave period I've not really done any proper physical form of exercise but I've yeah. walked dogs I've gone out for walks I've been down um, the seafront you know just walking down there but when I was uh, working before the leave period because we still have to work even though we were in tier four being in the military yeah. um, I would use the gym once a day every day after work so I'd use the gym as a a positive outlet from work and also a positive outlet from any possible niggling issues that I've had in the back of my mind that day um I may not have I may have had a, a perfect day and I felt great so I use that as a positive for my workout so it's not so not so much of an intense workout but if I've had uh, a slightly bad day at work I've had you know a few niggling issues um, with my mental health I might go to the gym you know I normally go to the gym for about anywhere between an hour and three hours a day that sounds absolutely crazy but it all depends on the workout that I'm doing 
yeah yeah um so if I'm having a bit of a bad day I will then go and do I'll do a bit of CV workout and then I'll go into weights so mm. I'll use kettlebells or the resistance weight machines or the dumbbells just so I've got that bit of weight actually in my hand and not actually feel it on my shoulders so mm. it feels like it's transferring away from my body because it's in my hands or it's in my feet depending on what sort of weights machine I'm using or equipment and that really helps because I know that it's leaving my body from my feet or my hands and it just makes such a difference in in that day and it just sets me up for the evening then I really like that um the weight transfer from my shoulders to my hands because I mean, well, I'm in tier four, so the gyms are now closed, which I'm, I'm very sad about. Yeah. But it's so true that exercise shouldn't be a punishment. It is something that does help. And yeah, you can spend up to three hours in the gym. Mm-hmm. Some people think, oh, that's a bit too long, but it, it does depend if you're doing a cardiovascular workout and then weights or vice versa. Yeah. Um, it should it shouldn't be a chore as we should be something you enjoy um so then pageantry happened how did you get into pageantry so we went into lockdown 1.0 uh last year <laughs> <laughs> at the first beginning of the summer yeah um and i was a little bit bored we were still working um we were doing you know a, f- a few days in the office and then we had to work a few days at home just to break it all up not have so many people in office at the time mm. so I was sat at home one day one weekend beautiful sunny weekend sat outside with my dog and I thought hmm I'm a little bit bored I wonder what I can do so because of previous experience of doing a tiny little bit of hobby modeling um mm. getting you know my pictures taken doing some uh 60s 70s pin-up stuff I thought, why don't I just have a look at something like that? And I came across pageantry and I thought, oh no, I'm, I'm too old. I'm, you know, I'm in my mid thirties now. I'm, I'm too old for this. And then I found diamonds mm-hmm. on Facebook and there was no upper age limit. And I thought, you know what? Why not? I do quite a lot for charity anyway. Why not? put that to even more use and go down the pageantry side of things and show people that you don't have to be that you know six foot five you know modeling type person to actually be able to go and do it I wanted to break you know I wanted to be one of those that wanted to break the mold and show Mm. people that you can just be a normal person you can be covered in tattoos and you can you can still do that and that's why I wanted to go into it and I you know I luckily enough managed to get myself a place in two different pageants it was amazing that yep there are no upper age limits so anyone who is listening you can be competing until you're 105 if you wanted to I mean I don't, I don't know if you'd want to at that age but you, you could there is a pageant for you out there um so being quite a newcomer in the pageant industry how do you think um because I guess until you step on the stage it's still a very strange environment especially with all these different lockdowns and you've not had the full experience yet with all the um appearances and watching pageants how has it been 
how is how has the journey in, in pageantry been for you has it been accepting has there been parts where you've doubted yourself has it hindered or helped your mental health it's definitely helped um every one that I've met have been just absolutely amazing you can talk about anything um you realize you're not alone in the issues that you have there's always people there to talk to and I've just made a lot of friends through pageantry even though I've not met any of any of you Mm. I've always we've you know communicated through the social media platforms and it's just been absolutely amazing you would you would think that people would be very sort of standoffish but Mm. they're really not they're just everyone's so open everyone wants to help everyone else you know give their advice people that have like me that have only just started you know asking for advice and people will will help you for that um even people that have been in you know doing pageantry a long time they Mm. might still need advice you know and everyone's there for everyone else there's no one sat there going well I'm not going to help them because that's you know this is my time this is my moment Mm. everyone is actually there for everyone else and wants to help everyone else and it's been just so amazing and I just can't thank every single one of you enough for the amount of advice and help that you've given me since I joined at the beginning of the year last year it's amazing to hear but also that is not just a lockdown thing you I have so many people on my Facebook that I've never even met before or you meet like years later at events like I've had people on my Facebook for years and then we're suddenly be in a competition together and it's like oh my goodness you feel like you've known them already and that's the power of social media which is amazing and you are right when you said that people can be in pageants for a long time and still need help we are always learning there's no experts even though I like to say with Sparks and Racing that I mean I, I know a little bit what I'm talking about but there's still there's still a lot of things that are, are left to learn and new skills to be discovered and and lots of things and we can always learn off each other so the last question I'm going to ask you um is what advice could you give to someone who may be feeling a, a little bit down a little bit um like they might need a little bit of extra help with their mental health what sort of advice would you give to them the best advice I can give anyone that's feeling down or have any type of mental health issues I mean it doesn't have to be a mental health issue you just have be having a bad day Mm. is please just speak to someone you're not going to be judged by anyone if you ask for help you know you don't have to go to your family you don't have to go to your friends there's a lot of companies online or on the phone that you can speak to there's always someone there at the end of the phone Mm. whether it be by voice or whether it message um I personally my biggest help was my family and my closest friends 100% because they you know they won't judge you because they love Mm. you but yeah just please don't feel like you're alone in any issues that you've got because there's always going to be someone there that will be willing to listen whether they can help or not even if you just talk about it it helps because it feels like that weight's been lifted off your shoulders and you don't have to carry that burden all the time what's I mean what's that fa- uh, famous saying uh an issue shared is an issue halved yeah 
something along those lines anyway but yeah. uh, <laughs> paraphrasing it's all good <laughs> yeah uh, it, it really is and yes you all have good days and yes you all have bad days and you might have more bad days than good days but then you might have more good days than bad days but please just please just speak to someone because there's always someone there to to listen and don't ever beat yourself up about having problems but yeah just just speak to someone because there will be someone there that wants to listen yep as I said there are lots of helplines um as well as yeah friends and family uh, is, a, is a big thing some people don't feel that they can share that but the thing is when you have a friendship it's you take the good with the bad and you're always there to share so yeah a problem shared is a problem halved um and <coughs> good sorry the spray from my air freshness just went in <laughs> um that's trust me for a nice smelling house but yes it's they we are there to talk and if you don't feel like sharing with your closest people which you know they're, they're close for a reason then there are the helplines um but thank you so much for sharing your story and I can't wait to see you fingers crossed in I it's gonna be absolutely just amazing and so exciting to meet everyone that I've spoken to and yeah just get get the pageant world underway for this year really that's it Let, bless her miss corona needs to leave now her, yeah. her handover is finished she needs to go <laughs> <laughs>